0: Good morning, everyone. My name is Prophet Zalou. Welcome to the Glory Room. Hope you all are doing well. Let's get started with a word of prayer and then we get on with our devotional. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for letting us see another day. We thank you for another day we never seen. Father God, we ask as we walk through this day that you give us peace, you give us mercy, you give us your strength to, to stay in the light, Father God. Father God, as we partake in this devotional today, whether we're reading it or hearing it, Please bless us. Please apply, help us apply what we have read to our lives. Help us not to, as James says, wash our face and forget what we have read. Help us uh, help, help forget what we have seen, but help us to be able to remember and apply it to our lives. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Okay, key verse today is Psalms 119 and 27. Help me understand the meaning of your commandments, and I will meditate on your wonderful deeds. Topic, digesting the word of God. Affirmations, I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it. I'm ready to learn. I'm opening to receive. I'm open to receive. I'm needing to be filled. I'm correcting my ways. As we read the Word of God, the Holy Spirit will always teach us. That's why it is very wise to start off with prayer before we read the Word of God. When we do this, we are doing two things. We are surrendering to the Holy Spirit, our ears and eyes. We are also welcoming, teaching, and changing to our life. We are also accepting what we want to learn, what he wants us to learn. People God, it's hard to do this if we are going to read quickly through the Word. This is hard to do if we are going to deny the change that the Holy Spirit wants us to do. Change is hard. And letting go of the of the way we do things is even harder. But but if we want to be knowledgeable of the word and grow, we must surrender everything we think we know for the knowledge of the Holy Spirit. In today's verse, you see that David is asking God to help him. He's asking God to give him understanding. He's, placed, he's placing pride to the side. And he's asking God to teach me your laws and commandments so that I might meditate on them. Have you done that today? Have you meditated on the word of God? Have you taken time to eat the word of God? Have you taken the wisdom and knowledge of God and applied it to your life? When we meditate, we we open our, our spirit man to the Lord so he may pour into us. He will only pour into them that are pure and are willing to take what they know and feed it to feed. Or show others. John 14, 21 says, Whoever may, whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he he is he it is who loves me, and who loves me will be loved by the Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. I want us to take the first part of this verse and read it. It says, Whoever has my commandments and keep them. They love me when we take what we learn and apply it, and we keep it in our heart, in our mind at all times. We truly develop a love for God because then we start to understand what he wants from us. We un- we start to understand his will, but we must learn his commandments through picking up our word. The most treasured thing we can ever have in our life is God's word into to And to indeed devour his word. We can spend a lifetime in college getting degrees and certificates. But all those things means nothing when we are studying the word of God with the Holy Spirit. Colossians 2 and 8 says, don't let anyone capture capture you with empty philosophies, high-standing nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of the world, rather than from Christ. At the end of the day, it tells us that people would teach empty philosophies. The reason why it's empty is because it's not coming from God. Because anything that's coming from God is meant to fill us. But empty notions of philosophy will never help us understand the word of God. It, it will help us understand the ways of the world, but not the word. The type of teaching comes from humans. And their thinking doesn't come straight from God because they have never allowed God to teach them. The only thing they can ever tell us is how to become farther from God. They can never tell us what to do in order to, to for us to seek Christ. David didn't run to the prophets. He didn't run to the priests for wisdom and knowledge. He went to the source. He went straight to God. When we go to God, he's going to tell us how to study so we can know when we have a false teacher or a prophet among us. A false teacher, our prophet among us. He's going to show us the large words they they use to confuse us, so they can te- think that they that so that they can make us think that they know the the way, the truth, but they don't. We must be like David and seek God first. Matthew six and thirty three. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and all His righteousness. All these things shall be added to you. Jesus tells us here, seek me first. Seek my word first, and everything else will be added to you. But if we never seek, if we never read, how will we know what to do and how to obtain wisdom? The great prophets and men of God studied to show themselves approved. They didn't just study sometimes, but they study all the time to gain the wisdom of the living word. The word of God can change anyone that, that wants to be changed. They are willing to accept what is said in the, the word. How do we learn the word of God? One, pray. Two, we open it up. Three, we're ready to apply everything we learn to our life. Four, have an ear to hear the Holy Spirit. Five, don't deny what we read and correct our ways. If you're ready to do that, if you're ready to seek more of God and to go higher in the spiritual realm, you must be ready to be corrected right where you are and not run from correction. David was ready to hear what God had to say. Are you? prayer heavenly father thank you for allowing us to hear from you thank you for your mercy and strength father as we read our devotional today help us to apply the wisdom you have given us to our lives father help us to learn to 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 help us to listen to help us not to listen to empty notions, but to the word of god father lead us lead our lives and we will follow thank you for being a guide and thank you for loving us more than ever Lord, help us to digest your word that we ultimately yield to whatever you're trying to show us. Lord, we want to be corrected. Start now in our lives. Remove anything in it that's not of you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So today's topic is digesting the word of God. Oftentimes when we read the word of God, some of us don't take time to break down the words or even pause between periods and commons and colons. Um, those Things that we learn in school about pausing between commas and colons, some might say, well, you know, that's not necessary. But when you read the Word of God, sometimes it makes a world word of a a world of a difference of how you receive the Word of God. So I'm gonna look at this verse right here. Sometimes I do this in the devotional, with. Um, the podcast, so I can try to show everyone how to study the Word of God. Now, I'm not saying that everything that I know is right, but these are the things that I do when I study. I even do it extensively, but I don't have time to go into depth, but I'm just going to show you a key, key to this. So, we was at John 14, 21. It says, whoever has my commandments and keep them, comma, stop there. Whoever has my commandments and keep them. We all have his commandments. We all should be keeping them. But some of us don't. So he said, whoever, the selected few that has it, and trying to keep them. It's, let's, let's go on. It says, he it is who loves me, and who loves me will be loved by the Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. He says it here, it is he who loves me. If you love the Lord, you will keep his commandments. You will keep his his love. You will keep his law. You will keep his will. It says it right here. And he will love me. He who loved me will be loved by the Father. He will be loved by the Father, by God. And I will love him and manifest myself into him. He will give us more knowledge and wisdom. He will show us the word when we uh, keep his commandments. Because he's not going to give you wisdom if you know you're not going to do what you're supposed to do. He's not going to give you more wisdom if you're just going to sit on it. That's that's the that's that's why we pause between each one. Even another verse we had, even today's verse, help me understand the meaning of your commandments. Pause. David said, help me to understand your commandments. That's the most important thing that we want to understand. We don't want to just re-re-read and we just we don't apply it. We don't understand it because we don't apply it. We don't understand. We can't apply something we don't understand. So he says it here. Help me understand the meaning of your commandments. I see your commandments, but help me understand it. Help me take it in depth. And that's where we want to go. We want to go deeper. And I will meditate on your wonderful deeds. If we, if he says, God, if you teach me, if you make me understand your commands, I can meditate on them. I can I can meditate on your wonderful deeds. He's, he's pleading with God. And a lot of times we don't have to plead with God, but David was so compassionate. And so, so he was such in a pursuit of God that he wanted God to know through his emotions that I need you. And I can't do this if I don't understand. I can't take your commandments if you're not giving me understanding. Help me understand. So some of the tips that I've given today, the Holy Spirit allowed me to give to y'all today, is how do we learn the word of God? We pray. We pray before consuming the word of God. We we ask God, God, you show me what you're trying to sh- trying to do. You you teach me. You be my teacher. Don't let this commentary. Commentaries are good. I use commentaries myself, but we don't let this be the be all one-all thing. We we allow this to be here, but we allow the Holy Spirit to teach us, but we gotta be open. It says just number two, we must be open. We must open it up. You can't expect God to give you knowledge and wisdom people, God, if we're not opening up our word. If we randomly open our word up, I'm having a hard time. Let me read my word. Oh, I have a few minutes. Let me read my word. I haven't read it in too much. Let me read my word. No, we must open it to receive wisdom and knowledge. Number three it says, be ready to apply everything we learn to our life. Everything in the word of God is for your life. You might not be there at that 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 point in your life, in your journey, you might not be there, but eventually you will be there and that word is there to teach you. It's there for you, for you to apply to your life. Number three, have an ear to hear the Holy Spirit. A lot of times we can read, we ignore the Holy Spirit because we don't want to apply it to our life. We don't want that to be something we have to give up or we don't want to hear it because... We feel like it has nothing to do with us. No, the Holy Spirit could be preparing you for something that could be happening in your day. Something that will happen. And a lot of times he can do that. He'll give you a verse to hold on to, to give you hope because you might have a bad day coming up. And you're like, God, I wish you would speak to me. He did. He gave you a verse. But we must hear the Holy Spirit. We must give our ears every day to the Holy Spirit to speak to. It says five, don't deny what we read and correct our ways. A lot of times, going back to what I said earlier, we don't want to deny what we're doing wrong to get correction from God. So we rather live in sin. So what's the point of reading if we're not going to change? Right. Mm -hmm. What's the point of reading if we're not going to change? Our main goal into reading the word of God, into praying and having a healthy lifestyle relationship with God is to change. I don't want to be the same person I was last year because I know the person I was last year could have been better, but I wasn't. But this year, I want to be better. This moment, I want to be better. This day, I want to be better. This hour, I want to be better. And we should all strive for that. We all should strive to be better. So um, let's look at some reference verses. I got my Bible today. Uh, the other day, I think I forgot it. And the other day, it was out there. I didn't want to leave y'all to go get it. But I got it today. So if you have your Bibles, go to Psalms 119, 130. I am still in the NLT version. I am loving that version of the Bible. Um if you don't, I'm sorry, but I like that version of the Bible. I feel like it's easier for people to understand the word of God. Um, Yes. So, um, Psalms 118 and 130 says, The teaching of your word gives light, so even the simple can understand. The teaching of your word gives light, so the simple can understand. Two parts in this verse. I, I want us to look at it. The teaching of the word gives light any time. It, we don't have to be walking in darkness, the darkness of the flesh, to get the light from God, because that's what happens when we're in darkness. But when we're in the unknown of a certain situation, we can always count on the light of the word to bring light to our situation. If we paying attention to what we're reading, we might just pick a random verse, just like this verse, and we're not understanding, okay, why is God giving me this verse? Why is this verse coming again? He's telling you, there's something in your life that I'm trying to give you light to, but you must be able to understand it and allow it to light up your life, light up your mind, light up your path. That's what the word does. The second part of this verse I want us to look at, it says, so even the simple can understand. The Lord of God can be so simple for us to understand. A lot of people don't like the NLT. I think I've said this. A lot of people don't like the NIV. ESV. I love the ESV. I love the NLT. I I, I have fallen in love with different many versions of the Bible. Some some of it I, I don't care for, but we all have our own way. But the word is made simple in every type of form for you to get. So no one can sit here and say, I don't understand the word of God. Okay, what version are you reading? Well, I'm reading the King James Version. Okay, that might not be the version you need to start off with. Okay, pick the NIV. Well, I still don't understand. Pick the ESV. I still don't understand. Pick the NLT. Okay, I still don't understand. Are you praying most of all before you obtain and digest the Word of God? See, steps into this. It's not a formula, but steps because a lot of times the reason why we don't understand is because the enemy have placed a blinder over our eyes and a uh, blind. I call it stuffing in our ears where we can't hear God. So even if we're reading the word, all this is blocked because we have lived in 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 filth and fleshly things that we're blocked from it. So sometimes we have to say this prayer, and this is a prayer I'm just giving everyone a tip: a prayer to say, "Heavenly Father, please remove the blinders off my eyes, and please remove whatever's in my ears blocking me from hearing you." In Jesus' name, say it with authority, and He will instantly remove it, and you will honestly start seeing that you can understand the word of God. You can. I hear God more but if you're living in sin you will hear him less and sometimes you will hear him loudly because he's telling you you are sinning stop I- I've had that happen to me like I would think that doing something was the right way and he's like no stop stop Lou stop I'm like okay I hear you so I'm gonna stop but we all are different okay let's go on to the, the um Second reference, is Job 23 and 12. If you have your Bible, we're still in the LLT, NLT. Um, Go to Job 23 and 12. Um, My um, mom used to take me and my twin to church, and they used to play this game called the sword. And you had to close your Bible, you had to hold your Bible up in the air. Some of y'all know this. And let's just say you say Job 23 and 12. You had to hurry up and get to it. You had to open your word up. You had to stand and say it. And a lot of times me and my my twin would beat up the kids. They'd be so upset. If you ask them, they'd be so upset. They'd be like, how are y'all doing this? My mom homeschooled us. So she will work on us about flipping through the Bible. So that's why I love the Bible. And I love the paper Bible because I don't have to worry about seeing a notification. You can stop your notification coming on your phone now because they have it so high tech. But for me, me as a person, we all are different. I will still wonder on my phone. So a lot of times I will place my phone outside my room or turn it upside down or send messages. Hey, please don't text me. Turn it upside down. Get onto my paper Bible. Because for me, the paper Bible keeps me straight. It keeps me looking at what exactly he wants me to look at without any distraction. Because sometimes that could be the reason why we don't understand because we keep constantly picking up our phone, constantly looking at our text message, constantly looking at Snapchat, constantly looking at Instagram. Put your phone down. Flip it upside down. Give God your attention because he can be speaking and you're just not hearing him. So let's go on to our other references. Job 23 and 12. 23 and 12. I have not departed from his commands, but have treasured his word more than daily food. We all need food to live. We all need nourishment from food. We need it. It it, is paramount to our lives. Scientists say that we can live X amount of days without food, X amount of hours without water, that's true. Some of us can't because we have low blood sugar. It depends on your lifestyle. But let's just say everything is okay as far as health-wise, whatever. You need daily assumption of food. You need that water. You That's what you need. And Job is saying here, I need the word more than food. I need more, I need the word of God more than lunch, more than breakfast, more than dinner, more than a snack. Because that's what's going to hold me. Have we all gotten to that point yet where we can say that I can be without my lunch, I can go out my lunch break without going somewhere to eat. I just want to talk to God. I can be, I can be without taking any food. I want to talk to God. And that's kind of what we do when we fast. We put away food or whatever else we put away, we, we put away so we can understand that this is more important than anything in this world. Some of us are searching for love, relationships, money, better car, better, better career, but none of that is important like the word of God. And Job says it here. I have not departed from his good commands, but I have treasured his word more than daily food, treasured. He put it up high It's a priority. What's your priority? Is your priority learning the word of God? Is your priority understanding the word of God so that you may be filled? Because the things that the world is telling us to to blow a sage around our home to um, have crystals laying about people. I see them around their neck. And some people people have came up with this thing that crystals aren't evil. No, they're not evil. They're not. they, They was made. For um, different things in the Bible, no. But it's your, it's your, it's what you're doing with them that makes it evil. It's, it's what you're doing, thinking a crystal can protect you. It cannot. Thinking burning sage through your home can protect you. It cannot. Sage is totally different than anointing oil. When I go into someone's home and I'm, I'm praying out spirit, I, I normally anoint the doorpost. I anoint myself, I anoint the door, doorpost, the door handle. I anoint all these different things. Because I know that it's a different purpose for me for using the anointing oil. And don't get me wrong, it's nothing in that anointing oil, but it's something that I use. You you see what I'm saying? Using sage and crystals for protection and different things isn't helping you at all. It isn't helping you at all. So if you're using those things, you need to stop. You need to ask God how to get rid of these things out of my life because it could have became an addiction to you. So you don't want to leave them. You don't want to pull them away from you. But I'm telling you now though, those things aren't going to help you at all. It's not going to help you cleanse your house. What you need to cleanse your house of is things that are of the flesh that you shouldn't have. Now, I'm not going to get into that. That's a different topic. But cleanse your house of those things. Cleanse your house of, of the crystals and the sage. Throw them away. Throw them right in the trash. <laughs> OK, let's go on to our last reference verse, which is in Luke 45, Luke 45, Luke 24 and 45. Sorry, Luke 20 and 45. My Bibles Like I just got this Bible. I got just a thin line Bible um, from eBay, brand new. And because um, I, I read I read the NLT version on my YouVersion app and I fell in love with it. So I thought this Bible was only $20, 1845, $20. And um, the pages are new. I haven't used it that much. I, I've been flipping through it, reading it, but you know it's, it's new. And y'all know how new Bibles are. They they stick so closely together. They're it's <laughs> it's so thin, and you don't want to rip it. So, um, yeah. Okay. Um, verse forty-five. That was right there on it. Verse forty-five says, "Then he opened the, their minds to f- understand those scriptures." That's it. It says, then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. Let's go back. Let's read a little more. So then he said, when I was with you before I told you that everything was written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the songs must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said, yes, it was written long ago that the Messiah would suffer and die, rise from the dead. And the third day is also written that the message will be claimed to the authority of the name of all nations beginning in Jerusalem. There is forgiveness of sins for all who repent. But we'll go back to here. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. The disciples were with him so long that um, I don't I like the thing that they believed him. they, They followed him. But some things were still close off to them because it wasn't meant for them to understand at that time. Like he would hear Jesus say, don't say this until after the, the Son of Man has been crucified or don't do this before this. And he would give them instruction. So he didn't allow their mind to be so open right then and there while, he, while they was walking with him. Because he wanted them to still teach. Because what happens is when people learn a little bit of the Bible, not saying this is what's going on here. But sometimes when people learn a little bit of the Bible, they think they know more than the person that is teaching. And that could be possibly true. But when you're first starting off, you're a babe in Christ. You must suckle at the teachings of your pastor or or whoever you're under. You must stay under them until you are fully nourished or until you feel like you need to move on. Because sometimes people don't leave churches because they've been done wrong. They leave it because they want more of the knowledge of God being fed to them. They don't want to be fed steak and the pastor is only feeding broccoli. And that's okay. That's that's what he can teach. That's what he's enabled to teach. But sometimes we have to leave places to get more of an in-depth teaching. You might can't stay under me and listen to my podcast every day. Because what I'm giving isn't steak. And for me, I think it might be steak. You know, But then again, it might not be steak for you. It might be broccoli. You might be like, okay, she's teaching broccoli. I don't want broccoli. I want steak. But we all are at different levels in our life. What I'm teaching is supposed to help you grow, help me grow. Because I always tell y'all, when I get the devotional, when he gives it to me, which is a week, I always write a week in, a, in advance. When he gives it to me, he lets me go through it. He teaches me about it so I can teach it to you all. So I'm not just teaching something that I'm not living. I'm teaching something that I have experienced. We all have to be either, whether we're teachers of of the word of God, whether we're just evangelists, whether we're just randomly talking to people, wherever we are, we must know the word of God to be able to teach it. We must digest the word of God daily so we can teach it. If you're not doing those things, you cannot expect to teach someone something that you don't understand. So we must go back to those steps that we talked about in the devotional. Pray. Open it up. Be ready to apply everything we learn to our life. Have an ear to hear the Holy Spirit and don't deny what we read and, and correct our ways. I hope you all enjoyed the devotional. I certainly enjoyed it. Remember, Jesus loved you. I love you too. And remember, when you're reading the word of God, digest it and ask him to give you understanding. Hope you all have a blessed day. Thank you.